close your eyes and take a deep breath. Can you remember that feeling of excitement and discovery when you first embarked on your essential oil journey? Today, we're going to bring back those memories as we revisit a treasured episode of Vetiver Vibes, where our past student, Kenneth, shares his experience of becoming a clinical aromatherapist and what he's doing now. Hope you enjoy this amazing replay. Welcome to the Vetiver Vibes podcast. We're your hosts, Nikki Frazier and Rachel Dean, certified clinical aromatherapists. We are excited to have you here on today's episode where you know that you'll get the best essential oil scoop. This episode is brought to you by Essentia, a leading online school for aromatherapy. If you want to learn more about a deep dive into frankincense, check out the courses at www.schoolofessentia.com. Hi, welcome to today's episode of Vetiver Vibes. I'm Nikki Fraser, and I'm very excited to be here today with Kenneth Wallace. Dr. Kenny Wallace, Aboa Achihoa, is an African-American Chakta Pawnee from the United States living in Canada. He holds a doctorate in worship studies from Robert E. Weber Institute for Worship Studies with a focus on Christian contextualization of Indigenous worship. Having spent the past decade plus recovering his indigenous heritage, he was introduced to herbalism and later aromatherapy. He has since earned his certificate as a clinical aromatherapist studying with the Century School of Aromatherapy and is a member of the CFA. He runs a holistic healing center with his wife, a registered psychotherapist called Wallace and Wallace Healing Center Inc. Together, they integrate psychotherapy and clinical aromatherapy to encourage clients towards wellness. So welcome to today's episode. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, we are we love talking with students and graduates and, you know, especially since you're a graduate, keeping in touch with our past students is something that we love to do, you know, supporting you as much as possible also. And just we love seeing what you're doing with aromatherapy. So today's episode is really just going to be about how you're using it and why you chose us. So maybe you can start with, actually, our first question we always like to ask all of our guests is what is your favorite aroma or oil? My favorite oil is copaiba. It comes from a tree down in Brazil and um, it's hugely anti-inflammatory and um, there aren't any known contraindications or side effects or anything with it. And so it's great for pain. It's great for skin. It's um, a cannabinoid that's not psychotropic. And so it, it helps to relax you and calm you down. I, I love using it personally and I love using it with clients. Awesome. I know I've used it often for anxiety and stress also mm-hmm. um, for that reason. That's great. Thank you. So what made you choose Essentia to go down your path to becoming a clinical aromatherapist? Yeah. So um, <laughs> after I got introduced to, to essential oils, um, I was like, you know what? I want to get some more training. I want to learn more about how to use this stuff safely and um, effectively, right? Like with, hmm. with folks all over the place. And so I started uh, Googling online for courses on aromatherapy. And I came across um, a couple different free ones, right? Um, I think Aroma Head Institute had a free introductory course. Um, and so after I took the free course, I was like, well, now I'm hooked. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to actually take a course. 
but I wanted to take one that was in Canada. Um, and so I came across a CFA and Accenture was listed on there. And I chose it because it's 100% online. And so you can do it from anywhere, right? Yes. And I I travel quite a bit with, uh, with teaching and whatnot. And so I was able to take my computer with me anywhere and um, continue to study. And um, I also like the fact that uh, you all made the effort to put it into um, English and French. Like yes. at, at the time I was living in Quebec and that was, um, that's huge in terms of, of reconciliation and things like that. And so you all came out on top and I was not disappointed. <laughs> oh, good. Yes, it was, having it translated in French was a big thing for me being French first language. It, and to me, I was like, you know, I don't even care if we get any students in the French or if we get 10,000 students in the French. It just, it's something important that there's not enough French out there. And I know you took your course in English and actually we have many students who take it in both English and French. Um, and it's, yeah, it's something that was a big passion of mine. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Great. So what did you like most about the course? My, the thing I liked most was that it was very um, personable might not be the right word, but like, mm -hmm. for lack of a better term, it's very personable, right? So okay. whenever I had an issue or I had a question, I was able to reach out to, to the three of you and mm -hmm. you graciously answered my question very quickly. <laughs> um, you're like, yeah, no, you can't do that. <laughs> or, or you might want to check that again. Um, and I think that that access, that connection with your peers, it's so important to, mm -hmm. to the success of a student in any course, whatever it is that you're studying. And so um, that was... That was probably my favorite, but if I could add a second, it would be the fact that the material was pre uh, presented in a way that anyone really could understand, right? So I got to the chemistry section and the first thing was like, take a deep breath. <laughs> it's not that yes. bad, right? Um, because organic chemistry was what caused me to leave my path as a chemical engineer when I started uh, undergrad. I was like, nope, this is not it. And here I am sitting studying organic chemistry again. Right. And it was it was presented in a very, uh, very good way that it, anyone could wrap their heads around. Okay, I know. And that is a concern that many potential and current students often have <laughs> is like, they just see aroma chemistry and all of a sudden all these fears come up and walls and they're like, <gasps> I don't do chemistry and I'm one of those people. I remember you know, <laughs> chemistry, chemistry and I don't get along. Math and I don't get along. Um, and this is where, this is Rhonda's expertise and mm. Rhonda is our chemistry guru expert that you can ask her a question and she'll pretty much know it off the top of her head because I still need to kind of go back and I'm like I it, I'm 90% sure it's this but I'm just going to double check <laughs> because it is not my strong point it is you ask me something about pregnancy and children and safety I got you chemistry is just it's a foreign language to me and even now I I know it and it's I yeah, it's not my confidence spot, but that's where it's, you know, we love that we each have our strengths uh, and that is something that we 
we strongly recognize and are not afraid to admit that, you know, that's not my strength, but it's Rhonda's. So she can yeah. answer all well, your questions. It's community, right? Like it's, it's working in community, right? We, we shouldn't be out here as lone aromatherapists trying to no. do things. We consult with each other. And um, I, I love that you all facilitated a Facebook group for the students, right? Like to be able to develop community amongst the students and to, to help each other as well it, it's great. It's, it's a fabulous uh, expression and it only serves to enrich the, the field. Yeah, we really wanted the, a Facebook group for an area for students just to be able to come ask, collaborate, uh, and just network also. I mean, we always have access to our books also, right? So even when we're with a client, we have our aromatherapy books, we have our stuff with us. So you know, it is, it's a community, it's a group effort. It's, mm. and, and that's what we want to instill in all of our students too. That's great. Now you took the course, you signed up in January and mm. you finished the following February. February. No, sorry. Yes. Yes. February. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how did you finish it in 13 months? Cause I know that's something a lot of people struggle with of well if it's independent you know what's going to keep me on task or how am I going to finish this and you know all of those those fun questions that come up so what did you do and I know this can be different for everybody but mm -hmm. for you personally what did you do to kind of keep on task hand in the assignments and write the exams in that time yeah. frame the, I think the biggest thing was intentionality, right? So mm -hmm. um, I made a schedule for myself and mm -hmm. said, I want to do, I want to finish this section <laughs> by this date. <laughs> and, and I tried really to, to follow, follow that, that schedule as close as possible. Now, if I didn't, if I did make it or something didn't happen, like I had to have grace for myself. Right. Yeah. Um, um, but making sure that you have a plan, because if you have no goal, you're going to hit it every time. <laughs> like, uh, and I love so, that. I've never heard it said that way. And I love it said that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's one of those things where it's, you just, you have to set a goal for yourself mm -hmm. and then, and then try to reach it. And that's, that really translates into, to all of life, right? Like I, working on my doctorate, I had a year and I said, I have to get, I have to finish chapter two by this year. Well, the same principle applies with this. I mean, it's school, right? Like yeah. it is, it's not, they're not just handing out <laughs> certifications, right? Like, no, you, you had to work to, hard to get yours. <laughs> exactly. Um, I also had um, a study group that I was a part of, and I know that's, that's how you all bet, right? Like it um, is, I was wondering if you were in a study group, we, not everyone tells us when, I mean, we often don't know when our students are in study groups. So I love that you were. So how many people were in your study group? Can you talk to us a little bit about how that yeah. kind of got together? How often? There were about five of us, um, okay. at the beginning that, that mm -hmm. joined the group and it came through the Facebook group, right? Mm -hmm. So some people were saying, you know, I need some help to be able to study this stuff or to stay on task. And so we just, several of us answered and we set up a Zoom meeting and it was really like an international event, right? We had folks and uh, I, I think there was somebody from like South America, mm -hmm. <laughs> Florida, and a couple of people in Canada. 
um, all different stages of life, uh, kids, no kids, uh, young, old, and um, and we just really encouraged each other. Awesome. Sometimes we did uh, mock case studies. Um, yeah. We'd come up with a mock case study, and um, sometimes it was like a chemistry, like okay, let's let's work on this chemistry stuff. But um, most of the time, I would say it was just encouraging each other, right? Mm. Like sharing, what did you learn this week? And um, oh, you didn't learn anything. Okay, well, try to learn something next week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So were you guys, were you guys at the same spot in the course then? It almost sounds like you weren't. No, we were, oh, okay. we were all over the place. And so some, some folks mm. who were further ahead we're mm-hmm. able to encourage those of us that were coming behind and vice like and vice versa. It's like, okay, yeah. you're almost there. You got it. Keep going. Right. Um, which was really encouraging. Oh, that's great. Cause yeah, the way that Rhonda, Rachel and I, we were, we were at the same spot as we studied. So we went through mm-hmm. together each, each of our lessons, and then we would discuss the lesson. So that's another great way of doing it. Uh, you know, I just love that. What did you learn this week? Because even anyone who's further ahead in the course, hearing something from someone who, you know, might be learning about botany or something, which is at the beginning, and they might be at the subtle, which is closer to the end. I mean, it's still that refresher. It's like, oh, yes, I remember learning about that. And, you know, you can have that conversation still. So absolutely. And then those further ahead, you know, being like, this is what you have looked forward to. And it just gets, keeps you motivated to keep going. I really love that. Um, that's great. So how often did you guys meet? Uh, initially, we were meeting once a week. Um, and then uh, some folks started to, to fall off. And um, so we ended up going to like uh, twice a month. Okay. And, uh, but we were, we were consistent all the way through. And even after, even after I graduated, some of us uh, continued meeting just to <laughs> practice stuff like right. formulation, 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 right? Like, um, yeah, it was good. Right. And you just get in that routine of meeting. And then all of a sudden when they stop, you're like, now what? Like, yeah, I still like want to practice. I still want to talk. <laughs> and it is like, and you, and it's, you're talking about something you love, something you're passionate about typically. And it's, so you just want to stay in that nice zone. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's awesome that you, you continued a little bit, even after you graduated. It is like, also, like you said earlier of just, you know, troubleshooting anything. Um, And I mean, you can always go to the Facebook group too, to troubleshoot anything. But sometimes it's just nice to have that conversation of like, Hey, this is what I was thinking. Um, Anything like that would be would be another great benefit of those. This break is brought to you by Essentia Aromatherapy School, leading online school of aromatherapy. If you want to use aromatherapy safely with your family, check out the Foundations of Aromatherapy course. Empower yourself with trusted education. Go to www.schoolofessentia.com. When you did your schedule, did you do it? Cause we offer a schedule at the beginning. Did you base any of it off the schedule from the beginning or did you just create like your entire schedule on your own? Um, no, I probably took what was in the, the course, right? Because when you begin, you don't really know where you're going. Mm. Right? I didn't, I didn't know the, the breadth of stuff that we were going to study in the in the course and so it was helpful to have a skeleton there to say like okay here's where we're going we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do this 
And I took that and then I put it into my kind of the way that I do my schedule yeah. type of a deal. But it was helpful to have that all laid out for me. You mm-hmm. all have the big picture. Great, great. So now what I'm curious is about what lesson in the course did you like most? Oh, wow. Um, or which did you find maybe most useful? Oh, definitely the profiles, the, okay. the essential oil profiles. And there were there were definitely times where I was like, oh my gosh, I just get through <laughs> all of these. But now looking back, I'm like, that was the most useful, right? Because mm-hmm. I could say, oh, I know something that works for blank. Or yeah. I'm looking for an ester. I know this oil has, right? Like, um, and I I was one of those who like, I went and I downloaded every single yeah. one and I have a file that was there. And um, one of the recommendations that you all made as going through that was make an Excel uh, document and yes. to put the information into the Excel document. Um, it was helpful for studying for the exam, but it's also, that is my number one tool. Like mm-hmm. when, when I'm with a client and we're, we're looking to, to put something together, I open that Excel sheet and I can search yep. <laughs> and find exactly what I need. Search anxiety and you get all the 50 oils that um, need that. And so that was that was my my favorite or the most useful. I yeah. think the one on um, when it was talking about like the roots of the plant help you feel grounded and the I forget what oh it, what the it was morphology. morphology morphology that's right yes that was that Blending. was pretty, pretty interesting to me. I love blending that way. I don't do it enough and I need to go back to it every now and then, but I do. It's, and that's the subtle aspect of aromatherapy and really going deep. It's past the chemistry and it's into, this is the plant. This is the energy. This is how we can connect, right? So, I mean, like as as you read in the bio, like as I've been recovering my indigenous heritage, like that's Mm. traditional knowledge that our Mm. ancestors, like (laughs) they didn't know that this is, this is a monoterpene that does. (laughs) They said, this is a root and it's going to purge you. (laughs) So we're going to use it. Right. Like, and, and that was, that was really cool to see it in this setting, this context like, oh, okay. Like I'm making these connections and yeah. it was just bringing it full circle for me. Oh, I, that's awesome. And like you said, especially as you're diving back deep into your own personal roots, um, getting back to that. Thanks for sharing that. That was really, mm-hmm. really nice. So now that you've been certified, I know you have your own practice with your wife, which is amazing. And actually we are in the same town, which makes it even more fun. <laughs> so how being certified how are you finding it being certified how have you been using your certification yeah so one of the the first things is that people hear hear CAHP and they're like he knows what he's talking about (laughs) right like they might not even know what it means oftentimes they're like I don't know what that means and I explain right it's a certified aromatherapy health professional yeah um, but it, it lends credibility to the field right because anybody can put up a shingle and say they're an aromatherapist and there are lots of people that do um mm-hmm. in various ways right but but um they're not always doing things in an informed manner 
Yes. Right? And so when people see that, actually, credentialing, there's a level of credibility that is, is given there. And generally what ends up happening is then they're like, I have a boil on the, <laughs> you, you just kind of cross this line and then people start talking about all sorts of things. And you're like, I'm a little awkward right now, but I'm a professional. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but that's people feel, feel comfortable asking questions. Um, yeah. I feel like that's been the biggest uh, benefit of being, <laughs> being credential. Besides the Good. fact that it allows you to run a practice, it allows you to have this network that's connected to folks all over Canada and um, being recognized in that way. So nice. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, so the CHP is specific for the Canadian Federation of Aromatherapists. So if you're a professional member, you get that designation. Uh, our course is also recognized with NAHA, so we have the both uh, recognizations. So anyone who's part of NAHA, you'd be a level three aromatherapist. So if you were to join them, you could use um, the level three certified clinical aromatherapist, which is, which is nice um, that, you know, because a lot, not everyone knows what the CHP stands for, yeah. but it's the letters. It's like, as soon as you put, like you said, those letters behind your name, it's credibility it shows that you've had the dedication to complete an, a full course on it, not a 20 hour course, but you know, 475 oh, hours, hours. Right? <laughs> It's not a one day, Hey, come over and do like a nine to five. And at the end, you're a certified aromatherapist. Like it, it there's a lot more work to it. Um, how did you find doing the case studies? It just made me think of that. Um, because we have 30, you have 30 case studies on live people to do. Mm -hmm. How did you find doing those case studies? It was, it was a little challenging. I'm not going to lie because mm -hmm. uh, it was during a crazy season, right? Like yeah. where yeah. we were in lockdown and you couldn't see people face to face. And, um, and so finding, finding people and finding people that would be willing to risk <laughs> <laughs> telling their story to you yeah um what's but it was invaluable right like the the practice the, I mean I'm still using the 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 basic uh consent form right like the, yeah. or the the history Help that history. we had to put together mm -hmm. um in my practice now and those skills that you learn really take you from being an aromatherapist to a clinical aromatherapist mm -hmm. like it, it's it moves you into this realm of being a professional um, Absolutely. and it was, yeah, it was good. Some, some of the case studies worked really well and were, were easy to, to do. Um, some of them were a little more challenging and like, but it's that intentionality and you learn from every mistake, right? So all data is data. <laughs> yep. And it's not going to work for everybody, right? Just like anything over the counter, anything a doctor gives or anything that you try for X, Y, Z in your life. Right? Every person is so different and unique and the essential oils that are being used need to be tailored to each specific person and each specific situation that they're going through. I mean, you can have 10 people come to you for anxiety and create 10 different blends and 10 different ways on how to use them. It's, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, like you said, that's what brings you into that clinical realm and not just 
you know, here's the certification, here's the theory without any practice behind it or any concrete, like, okay, let's do this. Like this is, it's getting real now. You actually have to interact yeah. with people and do this. Oh, yeah. And you're right. Like the numbers, if you think about the math, we were, if there's 75, actually it's more than that now. Didn't you all add a couple more oils, right? Like we have 77. 77. Oh, I got to go back and get those extra ones. <laughs> right. But um, there, yeah. So like 77 different oils. If you think about the number of combinations that can come off of 77, it's, it's astronomical. And then you, you step back and think like in the course, you only get 77, but there's like 300 some odd oils in the world and they're still finding new ones. So yeah. there's, it's innumerable the yeah. the amount of combinations and and that makes sense since they're what do we say we're about to hit eight billion people in, something in the world. like that uh, it's yeah it's like next year it's supposed to be eight billion so there's a there's a blend for everybody mm-hmm. oh absolutely and you know now that you're certified you can go out and know where to credibly find information on any oil that we didn't teach you about also Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the nice part is you now know how to find credible resources, credible information, not just as much as, and I mean, everything's on the internet because that's where it is now. So you can't say the internet isn't a credible place because that's where everything is, but it's finding those credible places exactly. on the internet to exactly. go to and find that information. It's like, can I look at part. the G- GMC report, <laughs> GMSD yeah. report? And um, I can say, oh, I know what these chemicals are and what they're supposed to do. I think that's a great spot to kind of wrap this up. Thank you so much for your time with us today. I would love it if you could share with everyone listening, where can people contact you? Where can they be in touch? Uh, you know, all of that information, if anyone wanted to learn more or ask you questions as a student, graduate, um, learn more about your practice, how you're using aromatherapy, please share. Sure. Yeah, we're on we're on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn as Wallace nice. and Wallace Healing Center. Um, I spelled center C-E-N-T-E-R as an American before I realized, oh, wait, I'm in Canada. So <laughs> make sure you, you do center E-R, but it's Wallace and Wallace Healing Center, um, .ca, .com, all, all the above. Okay, perfect. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Nikki Fraser here with Kenneth on Vetiver Vibes, the essential oil scoop. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with us here at Vetiver Vibes. This episode was brought to you by Accentria, a leading online aromatherapy school. Don't forget to check out some of our free resources at www.schoolofaccentria.com. If you love this episode or you got a lot of value out of it, please make sure you share it with someone in your community who you think would enjoy it too. If you haven't already subscribed or reviewed the show yet, you can go on over to your preferred streaming platform and hit subscribe, then leave a review. This is the best way to help support us and we appreciate it. Email us with a screenshot of your review and we will send you a free guided meditation as our way to say thank you. This podcast is for information purposes only. We are certified clinical aromatherapists and holistic health professionals. If you have a medication concern, please refer to your health team. Everyone's health is unique to themselves, so the topics and suggestions stated may or may not apply directly to you.